0: I'm Michelle Long. Time for Daily Market Wrap this Wednesday, March 22, 2023. Asian stocks rose on risk on trade Wednesday as traders switched their focus to the Fed's policy meeting where it's expected to be less aggressive. Local investors, too, watching out for the Banco Central's policy decision out on Thursday. For the day, the PSE index climbed a quarter of 1% to close at 6546 Manulife Investment Management's Marco Jubin sees a modest 25 basis point hike by the Fed, but says the commentary will be more important as investors seek more clues on the Fed's views on inflation risks and a potential slowdown which doesn't appear to be overly dramatic anymore.
1: For global markets, the earnings risk is, is higher, but the derating risk is lower. I think for Asia, the difference there is I think there's, there's a prospect that Asian earnings will be um, Growing, uh, recovering this year because, as you know, last year there were uh, other drivers that were impacting earnings in Asia, namely uh, very high raw material costs, not to mention uh, COVID disruptions, uh, COVID zero policies, and the inflation print in the Philippines has shown signs of moderating. Um, certainly, I wouldn't expect the the central uh, the Philippine central bank policy to be anywhere near as hawkish.
0: Meanwhile, Regina Capital's Alvin Limlingan tells investors to get ready to deploy resources. It looks like it's a strong uh, support uh, level, mm-hmm. uh, either that or 6460 to uh, 100 level. So if, if you have the cash, you may really consider buying in at this point. In Corporate Stories, Enrique Lazont's gaming play, Bloomberg, confirms its board has decided to terminate the term sheet signed in 2022 with Dennis Uy's Philippine Travel and Leisure. This relates to Bloomberg's investment in Ouy's casino projects in Cebu and Clark. Philippine Resorts Group, for its part, says while it's unfortunate that a deal was not closed, this allows both parties to pursue their own plans, giving them the opportunity to re-enter into discussions with other parties. Meanwhile, Credit Sites confirms its market perform recommendation on first tier Philippine banks, BDO, BPI, and Metrobank, as well as RCBC, and its underperform recommendation on other smaller second tier banks, Security Bank, Union Bank, and Philippine National Bank. It says the divergence between the first- and second-tier Philippine banks is increasingly clear, with first-tier larger and more established banks able to keep funding cost pressure relatively well-controlled thanks to higher CASA ratios as system liquidity tightened in 2022. They see net interest margin expansion continuing into first half of this year, albeit at a more moderate pace. Asset quality at the first-tier banks, too, is more benign, with credit costs that are lower and on a more stable trajectory and meaningfully higher NPL coverage ratios at 160 to 180 percent. The second-tier banks, on the other hand, are in a tough spot, with pronounced net interest margin pressure due to their weaker deposit franchises and competition in the term loan market due to still lackluster corporate demand have driven them further into the higher yielding but riskier lending segments. In other news, the Philippine Stock Exchange signs a Memorandum of Understanding with Union Bank to undertake projects that will boost and promote the capital markets, ranging from seminars to IPO consultations for SMEs. Under the MOU, Union Bank will help introduce companies that may be potential candidates for the PSE LEAP, or the Listing Engagement and Assistance Programme. Other initiatives to promote the capital markets is through the SEC's Roadshow on Capital Formation for MSMEs, which the PSE participated in earlier this month for the Davao and Cebu legs. The PSE is also set to join the Cagayan de Oro run this April. Meanwhile, Megawide's Landport Venture, the Padanyake Integrated Terminal Exchange, or PTEX, is gearing up for the influx of passengers as the Holy Week approaches. It's expecting over 1.2 million passengers will pass through the terminal. The group says, in partnership with various government agencies, the ramping up preparations is part of Oplan Biyahing Ayos Semana Santa 2023. And finally, in the VC and private equity markets, Foxmont Capital Partners sees growth in the Philippine market stable and more VC money coming into the Philippine startup ecosystem, attracted by unparalleled GDP growth in the region and digitally savvy demographics, among others.
2: On the one hand, we see that there has been a reduction in deal flow globally uh, in in our space, in VC and private equity. Uh, However, in the Philippines, um, as you just showed on the screen, uh, we actually have bucked that trend. We see a deeper and broader founder base, not just in Metro Manila, but outside of Metro Manila as well. Uh, And we also see a number of our existing portfolio companies and other uh, startups in the Philippines raising bigger rounds, uh, larger investment amounts, Uh, compared to what they would have been doing over the last couple of years. So those combined efforts essentially show us that the ecosystem is maturing.
0: Foxmod Capital is the first and only independent VC company in the Philippines with over 25 million U.S. dollars in assets under management. It has 27 active startups in its portfolio, including Kumu, Educacion.ph, Bookie, and Edamama. In its five-year history, it's looking to add 12 to 18 more this year.